The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. What an awesome time we're in. Do you find yourself catching your breath with all the good things that are happening around you and very, very excited? Or are you afraid and alarmed of all the bad things that are happening? Is it those, the tares and the wheat, being allowed to grow together? In Revelation twenty-two eleven, the Lord Jesus commences to let him who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile, and let him who does right continue to do right, and let him who is holy continue to be holy. Okay, so don't be alarmed. Focus on the good things. And that's what we are going to discuss today. For the past few weeks, we are talking, or I was talking to you, or I was preaching at you, about how to hear the voice of God, that we must learn to hear and obey the voice of God in our times, and that God still talks to his people, especially in these last days. Today, in order for us to overcome and to be a part of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, and to leave a legacy for the other generations to follow, that we will be recorded in the history of the church, that we are the generation that God was able to trust with the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. So it is an awesome thing. He wants us to teach and disciple others to do God's ways of doing things or to implement his ways of doing things here on earth because that will be the outcome. It says in uh, the book of Revelation that the kingdom of this world has now become the kingdom of our Lord in Christ. So it is important for us We must develop a new mindset. We must meditate on all the good things from God. Because why? We have the mind of Christ. Okay? So we must develop a new mindset. So don't get alarmed on the bad things. Instead, focus on the good things that God is doing all around us. And yes, in spite of the challenges you are facing now, or the challenges tomorrow, your life and situation is going to be better because your tomorrow is better. And your pain, the affliction, the challenges, they will soon pass with us not knowing about it if we focus on God. So get excited on the things of God. This is a great moment in the history of the church, just like what I said previously The legacy that we leave behind is going to be awesome. So um, global changes, 
God has entrusted us to bring about global changes in this world by implementing His ways of doing things and hearing His voice, and we obey that voice. And it will be easier when you meditate on the good things of God. You know, many Christians, they're wondering why things get delayed. They believe the Word. They receive the Word And they actually know that those words and that they're expecting is actually the will of God. So why things are getting delayed? Because when we pattern our ways of doing things and even our thought patterns on why we say things to the world system, even though we spiritualize these things, we should not and we cannot expect God to move. He is very clear when he says that his ways are higher than our ways. His ways are heavenly, ours are earthly. Until we yield ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit, things continue to get delayed. I, for one, I don't have time for that. So we can start today by listening to me. Don't touch the dial. I know I'm giving you a hard time, but this is good for all of us, okay? So we can start right now by developing a new mindset. Our thoughts must be the plan of God for our lives. They must be God's thoughts or godly thoughts. Our plan must be to yield to his plan for our life. We must develop a new mindset, just like I said. You know what? In spite of all the faults, all my weaknesses, the mistakes, that I've done and the things that I missed, I'm still very comfortable on who I am in Christ today. I am more confident than yesterday. I am confident because I know that God loves me and nothing can separate me from that love. And most of all, I am loving him back. I also know, and I meditate on this, I always think about this, that God's plan for my life is good. God's thoughts and plans for my life, they're all good. His plan is not to harm me, but to give me hope and a future. I am confident that when I confess my sins to him, when I truly repent, he always forgives me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and he remember my sins no more. When we confess, when we repent of our sins, God develops an amnesia. So therefore, I am confident to face the challenges of the day because I am equipped to every good work. That's what the scripture said. I am also confident that in the end, The result will always be victory for me because the battle has been won for me by our Lord Jesus Christ. And also, I know how to defeat Satan as he's already defeated foe. But here, I overcome him. I am an overcomer because I know how to defeat Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by my testimony. I also know that whatever affliction I am facing, they're temporary. And in the end, 
Jesus always turned those things around for my good and for his glory because I am called according to his purpose. Right? So it is important for us to, to remember all of these things. God is amazing. I am very confident of that. He is such a good God. And you are good in his sight that when he looks at you, he sees Jesus because you are a member of the body of Christ. These are the things that you must meditate in. Once we have the mindset that you are a part of this great move of God, wherever he has placed you, wherever you're at, you are a part of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. And all you need to do is to yield to the Holy Spirit and give him time, okay? So these are the things that I meditate upon. Yes, I have afflictions too. And this is like, I was not feeling well for the past few days. But uh, nobody noticed it except my family members. Because I would not give Satan the satisfaction that he was able to inflict those issues, those pain upon me. And so it's like, I will not give him any time in the world. I will not give him that satisfaction. Because why? I meditate on it. This is just temporary and I'll get stronger in my resolve as soon as I able to overcome it. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Always, always, always get your mind set up in that because it's going to be amazing, okay? So it's amazing that we are in these times that it's just so challenging and yet very exciting the things that are happening now, I prophesied in our country. I prophesied. They released those prophecies years or months or weeks ago, and, and they're happening before our very eyes. The North and South Korea, that was prophesied in 2012. So we knew the outcome, but we need to continue to pray and cover that treaty Okay, because God is on the move and we're going to see we're going to see revival globally, including the North and South Korea and other regions in the world. So this is the plan of God. So I just want you to fix on that. Okay, in Second Corinthians, chapter 10, starting with verse three, all the way through five, it says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. See that? We don't complain. We don't, we don't say a lot of negative words. We don't walk in offenses, unbelief, unforgiveness, because our battle is not how the world wages it, okay? For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. See that? 
They have divine power to demolish strongholds. And this is what we do, verse 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And six, and we'll be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. You will be able to punish that spirit of disobedience once your obedience is complete. We do not need to be concerned, then, if we are in Christ and we have the mind of Christ, right? Because we do not have to worry on what to say. Because Jesus himself says, in part, in Matthew 12, verse 34, it says, For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That is also in Luke chapter 6, verse 45. When we meditate on the goodness of God, on who we are in Christ Jesus, when we listen to the Holy Spirit, we don't even need to be concerned what to say because excitement will come, goodness will come, love, revelation, wisdom, understanding will come out from our mouth because it overflows with the love of God. And that's why we need to have a new mindset. We have to renew our mind, okay? And every time, especially when we are conflicted, when we have challenges, when we don't know the answer, just say out loud, Lord, I know I trust you with this. I know that nothing can separate me from your love. And that's all that matters. The Holy Spirit will take over, okay? In Psalm chapter 37, verse 30, the mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks what is just. Proverbs 8, 7, my mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. Don't ever voice out unforgiveness or bitterness, okay? Because even when God is angry, He's still motivated by love because he is love. And we are part of his body. We are a member of his body. Okay? A lot of times I go out to hear from God, especially at the beginning of the week. I love to to go driving out there, cause troubles and all those territorial spirits. And I'm not a territorial type of person because the scripture is very clear. The earth is the Lord's. So I don't need to ask permission of anybody. When God tells me to, to prophesy something, I don't need permission of the spiritual authority in there because, because the Holy Spirit overrides all those territorial spirits or territorial authority, okay? When God sends me, I'm answering to Him. So I cause trouble, but, but a lot of times I meditate and I tell Him on how grateful I am and look at all the things that uh, he led me to, that he taught me, that I can share things to others. I can inspire them. I can fight with them. I can pray for them. And I don't have to go anywhere. All I need is a few space and a quiet time, and I can do warfare. I like that. I like that. I like to be one of the nameless, faceless 
people that are powerful on the face of the earth, but nobody knew them. I like that. I love to cause trouble and nobody need to know. Okay. What I meant for trouble is trouble for the enemy and great glory and joy to our King, to our Lord Jesus. Okay. And I look back every time I meditate on how God did what God did through me and for me and in me. I'm in awe that when I face challenge or challenges, when he gives me another assignment that I never done before, I always go back and remember the things that he did. One of the things that came to mind, and I wanted to tell you that this, if you are a business owner, if you're an executive, if you're a housewife, if you are in politics, art and entertainment, if you are an engineer or, or a scientist, this also applies to your career and to your personal life, okay? Trust him. He will lead you to a place that you never thought possible that you can attain because we have to remember Outside of Jesus, we cannot do nothing as a Christian, okay? My journey in life started when I got born again. It became very exciting, a lot of times very uncomfortable. I have had trials and tribulations, but they did not last. I thought that was the end of me, and yet God always opened doors of opportunities for me because he loves me. God always provide a way out for me, and he does not change. He will do it again and again and again. And since he does not play favorites, he will do it for you too. Why? He knows, God knows that I love him, and I want to serve and please him. And that is the excuse that he will always take to bring me and to take me to where I should be in his kingdom. If you notice, most of our prophecies are too good to be true, even the promises of God in the Word. What I'm saying is, even if we have resources, abilities, and we're popular, the task ahead and how to get to our destiny in His kingdom is still outside of those resources and abilities. Because why? The just shall live by faith. It always takes a giant leap of faith. Whether you have money, the amount that God is going to give you, you don't have. It's always greater. Okay? I will never forget, I was reluctant to be a pastor. Okay? I told God I'm a woman and it needs a father figure, especially here in the United States. And he told me and said, then, Tell me about them as your Father God. Tell them about Father God. And so that I can develop relationship with them like I had with my son. So I started teaching father and son relationship. And every time that I teach that, it's just like the Holy Spirit will not want us to stop the service. It's just amazing. But anyway, God directed me in 2005 to, to prepare to go overseas. Here I am. He told me to hold a prophetic school, and my brain almost 
blew into smithereens because I didn't know how. I can prophesy, I can pray, I can lay hands on people, but I don't know how to teach. And that's what I told the Holy Spirit. But he told me, it's okay. That is a good news to him because then I'm going to listen to his instruction. So I got used to that. I got used to the, the Miracle Crusade. I got used with the radio program and then the business school. But now in 2005, he told me to prepare to go overseas. And the first stop is Philippines to send me there. And at that time, my best friend, since we were in grade school, Divina, got born again and God moved her and the family here in San Antonio. And at first, I said, okay, I can do the Miracle Crusades. Because what I see is I always memorize uh, scriptures for healing. I, I can fast and pray. But the Lord said, no, I want you to hold a pastor's conference. It's not even a minister's conference. It's a pastor's conference. I was taken aback. First of all, Mike and I, we're just been pastors for a few years. And what am I going to tell these pastors that some of them have been pastors even before I was born? So it is one of those things. So it is just a big task for me to comprehend. And I told God and said, okay, nobody knew us there. We don't have any connections. But he did. He made a connection to a few pastors, and they invited other pastors. And I told God, I will be happy for about 30 to 50 pastors to attend that conference since I am a nameless, faceless person, and I am a woman. And 116 registered. And some of those attended were big. They have a big congregation. And one senior pastor brought about 10 of his associate pastors. It is one of the biggest churches in that country. And here he is. He's listening to me. It is like the whole world is upon my shoulder. And probably when I was about ready to introduce by, I think, Nancy or Mike, the Holy Spirit whispered to me and said, yes, they need something from you. And I said, like, what is it? And the Lord said, our relationship, our close relationship, that's what they need from you. And before you knew it, even the Baptist pastors and the Methodists who didn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues, I did not even lay hands on them. Mike did not even lay hands on them. They got slain by the Holy Spirit and started speaking in tongues, nobody touching them. And through that, in that period, things, opportunities open up. It actually opened the whole country, the whole Asian continent with that first uh, pastor's conference. Now we already have ministered and trained and discipled thousands of pastors in the country ministered and prophesied to their president and other political leaders and business communities. That's how wonderful it is. So now, the reasons why I'm telling you this is start meditating on your destiny. It is about ready to manifest. God is just waiting for you to take that leap of faith. Wherever you're at, the Holy Spirit is going to teach you new things, reveal new things, and show you the ways of doing things. 
for you to apply the principles of the kingdom, that's how and when the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest. And for those that are believing God for God-ordained relationship, develop your relationship with God, and He will manifest that person for you. You don't have to look, don't compromise, and don't follow the world's ways of doing things when it comes to relationship. And I'm running out of time. I pray that this helps you because every time I meditate on the goodness of our God, it gives me greater confidence and excitement for the future ahead. So get excited because you're part of God's great plan. So today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. God bless you for tuning in. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our service starts at 1030. And if you will not be able to attend, we are live streaming at 11 a.m. Okay? If you missed the previous live stream and podcast, just go to SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.